Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. You like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One timer score! Leon tries on the right no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Carmen from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Scott joining you. This is Oilers Now. It is Brian Johnson from ACDC's birthday today. It's a prominent day for uh, big-time singers out there of bands that were maybe once great. Uh, Boomtown Rats. Bob Geldof's birthday as well. Of course, uh, many of you remember I Don't Like Mondays being one of their uh, huge hits back in the day. we got a loaded edition of Oilers now for you coming up on today's show, which is brought to you daily by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show. At uh, twelve fifteen, he did an availability today uh, between one and about or eleven and eleven thirty-five uh, with the media. But Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland will join us at twelve fifteen on today's edition of Oilers. Now, John Shannon, our NHL insider, twelve thirty-five one oh five from Inside Sports. Reed Wilkins. We're going to set up our uh, draft and free agency coverage over the course of the next uh, week and a half. And Mark Edwards from HockeyProspect.com. There are some guys out there that maybe warrant a little bit more attention in terms of their evaluation, and I would suggest to you that uh, my experience over the years 
actually seen Mark at the NHL uh, scouting combine for the last several years has been he is a guy uh, that some, uh, some of the NHL organizations ha- have a lot of time for. So we're going to bring Mark Edwards up at 135 today. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. We will tell you that all slot machines, table games, and the poker room now open at the River Cree. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand new Italia. Now, Italia, along with the Kitchen Restaurant and Tap 25, will have Thanksgiving Day specials as well. The River Cree Resort and Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. I'm at Bob underscore Stauffer. You can also reach us at Oilers Now. Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two E's. Escott with two T's. NHL draft goes tomorrow. We'll have it here for you on 630 Ched. And uh, obviously a virtual draft, so considerably different. But uh, today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of no interest and no payments for one year. The Edmonton Oilers sitting at 14. Doesn't sound like uh, the team will be trading up. Um, again, we're going to hear from Ken Holland in about five minutes' time. Edmonton sitting there at 14. Ken Holland saying today kind of shedding some light on uh, maybe a little bit of a positional need, but that's where we're going to go next in our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Tyler Wright had his best poker face on uh, during his availability that he did with us Friday on Oilers Now. He was asked point blank on drafting for need versus best player available. The way that we want to look, you know, we have to take the best player of that we deem possible if if that's you know there's a we've got areas that we know that we have to improve internally um obviously a tie would go to to that philosophy to you know within the organization but we're not going to pass on on a good player just just because maybe we have a you know a luxury of um you know, or an abundance of, of that. You, you can never have enough centermen. You can never have enough scoring wingers. You can never have enough defensemen. You can never have enough goalies. So at the end of the day, you I mean, they got to fit in, you know, positional wise, you know, are you going to take a right-handed shot or a left-handed shot? I think, you know, we look at all that. We, we, we put that into part of the equation and, and, but at the end of the day, we're taking the best player and um, that we deem right now, not only right now, but, we got to project on, you know, we want, we don't want the best player at 18, we want the best player at 21, 22, 23, whatever maturity level and the development growth. We have to draft right. We have to develop right. And we have to be patient with these kids and bring them along and, and, and add them to this group that we've got here. And that's our philosophy going in. So the Edmonton Oilers in a position where over the course of the last two years, they have added Evan Bouchard and Philip Roberg. It's interesting what a difference a year makes because a year ago at this time, people would have said Evan Bouchard was the best prospect in the Oilers organization. Then we came back from the uh, NHL pause and Broberg was off the charts uh, in you sort of in the abbreviated version of a training camp that we had or the scrimmaging that we had. And a lot of people now have Broberg ahead of Bouchard. I think the Oilers have two excellent defense prospects, one lefty, one righty. Um, talked to somebody yesterday. Talked to people that have suggested that Philip Broberg reminds him of Jay Bomeister. Others have suggested Philip Broberg reminds him of Victor Hedman. 
Uh, I would take either. I mean, a lot's got to happen for Philip Broberg between now and then, but uh, an exciting player because of the skating. Bouchard can uh, transition the puck. No question about that. He can really move it, more of a transporter for Broberg. So does that mean you wouldn't look at a potential defenseman potentially at 14? I think it kind of depends on who's who's there. Uh, go all the way back to the draft in 2003, a cautionary tale for the Edmonton Oilers, and that was the year the organization had Mike Comrie. Uh, at least in the summer they had Mike Comrie, and there was some feeling that not nah, can't have small. So Zach Parise was in the range where Edmonton was picking at 17, and the Oilers elected to trade down. Ended up taking uh, Marc-Antoine Pouliot at 22. Also passed on Ryan Getzloff, though I will say this, there were a lot of people that were significantly questioning whether or not Getzloff would even be able to put it together, which kind of seems ironic now. you got to draft them, and you got to develop them, and there cannot be a disconnect between the two. There needs to be an emphasis on playing your own prospects and developing your own guys. That is something that Ken Holland, as general manager in Detroit, emphasized. He had a little bit of a luxury with that because before we had a cap system, Detroit was a team that brought in a lot of veteran players. Ken was also able to get a lot of veteran players to take a little bit of a haircut. Um, interesting. Sometimes you got to get total buy-in in that regard. So we'll hear from Ken Holland coming up in about uh, 60 seconds' time. Again, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Pine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. A guy that continuously worked at his game, Leon Dreisaitl. Let's get to our headliner today, and that is Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland, who's been kind enough to join us on the line. Ken, it's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Good. Nice to be with you, Bob. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, Ken, uh, let's get to it. Here we go. You and David Poyle are a couple of the most experienced GMs in the league. Based on your experiences over the year, uh, has this flat cap this year increased the amount of discussion between the managers than maybe in past years heading into the draft? Uh, I don't know if it's increased it because I think there's always, you know, every year there's always lots of talk. I think it's made it more difficult to try to find what's putting pressure on everybody because of the flat cap. You know, some teams have cap space, Bob, and maybe they've decided for, for business reasons they don't want to spend it. Some teams might be in rebuild mode. Um, and, and then there's lots of teams that are really um, have very little cap space. And there's, there's, and there's probably two or three teams that are might, might be looking to move players. We're not in that situation. So uh, I don't know if it's, if it's increased the discussion. There's always lots of discussion this time of year. Okay. Uh, you've been here now for a full year. Does it, does it give you a different uh, gut feel for your team watching them for an entire season and maybe when you took over the job and uh, headed into the draft and free agency last year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously I watched, you know, I got to watch uh, the players, you know, at a front row seat for, uh, for 70 games plus, uh, you know, being at practice, talking to the coaches, you know, they, they practice with the players on an everyday basis and, uh, traveling with the team and, and it's not only watching the games it's you know talking to the coaching staff who's down there with the, 
the players on an everyday basis. So I, I certainly feel like I have a much better handle on our, our team now than I did a year ago. Okay. Specific to the draft, as we're joined by Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers now. Ken, we've seen uh, players like Gallagher back in 2010 and point in 2014. You know, they went in the later rounds. Uh, the game has opened up a bit. Uh, those guys have been competitive, smaller players. Is size less relevant than ever before? In terms of from a drafting perspective in the well, you know, NHL, you know, you know, Bob, you know, I, I, I think back to the Detroit days. You know, Larry Onov was this, what you'd call a small player, and Kozlov was small, and Brian Rafalski was small. I, I think that, I think when you build the team, you just need lots of dimension. I, I don't think you can have twelve small forwards, but I don't think you need twelve big forwards. You, you need dimensions. You need some guys that can check, some guys that can play on the power play, some guys that block shots and penalty kill. You need some big guys. You need some small, darty players. Uh, I do think that when you build your team out of seven defensemen, you'd like four or five to have some length and some size to them. You can have two or three what you'd call undersized defensemen that maybe, you know, either they run a power play or they, they transport the puck and they move the puck. So, you know, I think... You know, again, I, I think that every team can have uh, s- small players. I think going into the draft, I think you got to look at what you got coming. And I think, you know, if you look on defense, you know, we took Goldberg last year. He's six four and a half. Sam Rukov's about six foot three. Bouchard is six foot two and a half. You know, so we've got you know Caleb Jones and, and Bear probably around six feet. So I think we've got some di- some dimensions on uh, from our young defenseman. Darnell Nurse is, is a big uh, six foot four. Players, so I, I think that you need dimensions, and I think that you know you you can't just fall in love with one one type of player and say I want to get a whole bunch of small, darty little guys. I I don't think you're going to go on on a, on a, on a playoff run come come May and June to have a a team small. But I I also think if you got a great big team and you don't have some speed and some hockey sense and some creativity, you're also not going to go on a playoff run. And you look at the you look at Brayton Point. Uh, the impact that he's had on uh, on Tampa Bay in this year's playoffs, and you know he was the smallish player when he was drafted. So I I don't know that you just want to fall in love with one dimension. You, you you need you need a whole lot of different dimensions to build your hockey club. But certainly um, competitiveness. I I I don't as long as they you know lots of the other undersized people that you talk about. They're really competitive. They they, yeah. gotta, they play like they've got a chip on their shoulder. They they win one on one battles. They protect the puck. They go to the hard areas, and it doesn't matter what size you are. We're joined by Ken Hall and Ken. In a perfect world, would you like your scouts to have a couple more picks uh, for this draft coming up? Well, I yeah, I think you always want more picks. I guess I would say to you that you know as we got to the deadline last year, I, I you know I traded away lots of picks. And I'm, yep. I'm not doing that every year. Um, but I thought as we got to the deadline last year, the players have played hard, the coaches have coached. We got ourselves in a position where we had a chance to play our way in the playoffs. And we and we, we obviously we acquired Athanasiu, we acquired Ennis, we acquired um, Green. We, 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 we used a pick to, 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 to do the, the trade, Lucic, for, uh, Neil trade. Um, so I'm not... That's not that's not what I'm going to do every year. But I thought I, I wanted. Then we got derailed. Everybody got derailed. The whole world right. got derailed by yep. the by the by the pandemic. So, you know, I think 
the good teams, the good, you know, the, the team, you, you built through the draft. You go outside, you make trades, you got free agency. You know, lots of this team, uh, certainly on defense, there's lots of players on the team now that were draft players, drafted players, and there's players players coming, uh, some up front. So um, going forward, going forward, certainly I, 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 I'm not going to trade the draft picks as much as I did I did this year. But, I, again, I did it for a reason. I, we got derailed by the... By the by, the pandemic. But yes, the answer is is I do. I would I like wish we had another couple of picks. Yeah, I wish I wish you had seven to to ten picks into in every draft. We're going to get there, but it's it's going to take it's going to take some years here to, to kind of build into that position. We're joined by Ken Hall and Ken. Very little has gotten out on. Uh... Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, there was a little bit of scuttlebutt Monday, Tuesday, last week, maybe Wednesday. It's gone kind of quiet. My question for you is, does there need to be a resolution on a deal with him before you theoretically enter free agency? No, and I base that on, you know, I've had some conversations with his agent, and really we've met um, – I just got to know his agent, Rick Follette, the last February flew into town and we met for breakfast. And I, ha- I haven't had done any deals in the past with Rick, so we, we were getting to know one another. But certainly um, everything that I've um, been told is that, you know, Ryan loves Edmonton. Um, he loves being a part of uh, this team, this organization. And yeah, I think in a negotiation, you always got to find a deal that, is fair and works for the player and it's fair and works for the club and um so if you can't find that solution now you're adding this pen you know you're adding this this you know what what's the cap going to be like in three years what's the cap right. going to be like in four years is it going to be flat for four and five years or is it is it, is it going to are we going to get our business up and going so you know if we can find a solution now great um if we got to wait um then, 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 then we wait. But I think you know when you when you get a deal done, you, you, both sides want to be. I don't know if both sides are ever totally happy, but both sides have got to be reasonably happy with 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 the deal. Ken, I know you addressed this a bit when you did the media conference, but if you could just educate our listeners, uh, do you have any update at all on Clefbaum? And because of the perception that it could be out, be out a while, does that change the focus? I mean, you could theoretically deploy LTIR on them. Does this increase the possibility that you'd look at signing a defenseman in free agency? Um, the update on Clef, I don't really, you know, have an update. Basically, um, you know, he's he's played, I think, in pain the last couple of years, and. I think he's, you know, every year he goes home and he has a good summer off and and it, it, he eventually gets to the point where he feels good and he comes back and he, he plays hard and and he's been a good player for this team. And, uh, you know, last year he got to about February. We, we shut him down for, I think, what, nine games. He went to see a doctor and at the end of the year, you know, then, then you had the end of the year and then we had the pandemic and then we came back. So I think he's... he's um, He's deciding what he wants to do because obviously it's a big, yeah, it's a big decision in Clef's not only in his career but in his life. So I want I have to respect that. Um, and does it you know heading into free agency does it have some impact on 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 where we're at? Absolutely. I mean you're talking about a guy that 
run our power play and play 22, 23 minutes against the other team's best players in our first pair, you just don't go to a hockey store and, and, and pick one of those up. Like, you got to, it's a big loss. It's a big loss. Some of that has to be picked up by, you know, Darnell Nurse and, and Bear and and Russell and Larson and, you know, are some of these kids, you know, the, the Caleb Jones and where's Bouchard at when we get picking up? Where's, where's, Where's Broberg at when we get when we get picking up? And certainly, I'll, I'll explore the marketplace on uh, on Friday because if he's not here, certainly we can we could LTI him. You know, the question is, is he out all year? Is he coming back? When, right. Uh, then there's there's some unknown there's some unknown to that. Final question for you because we get asked about this player all the time. It's yes, Apolyarvi, and I know again you address this a bit in the media availability, but uh, are you are you kind of I mean, you're a positive guy. Do you envision that he'll sort of be in the mix to compete for a spot on the team when we do eventually get back and play in here? Well, I don't think there's any doubt if we get him signed. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's, I, I believe he's an NHL player. I mean, he was taken fourth overall. He's, right. He's played, I, he's played in the NHL. He had a, he had a season, his second season when he was 19, he scored 12 goals. He went back last year as a 21-year-old and finished in the top five scoring in the um, in the Finnish league. You know, I don't think that there's any doubt he's an NHL player. Now, you know, where does he, where does any player fit? You know, like until you get to training camp and you and, and you get and then the coach starts to put people and and then you see who finds chemistry. Um, you, you don't know. So, you know, I think that you know one of the. You know, if he if we do sign with us, certainly one of you know, with with the, with Archibald, with with the development, of the, uh, the acquisition of Archibald, with the signing of Cassian, with with the chase on, with the development of Yamamoto, with Pugliarvi, certainly, you know, it's a lot of right wingers, and we, you know we signed Russell, so yeah. you know they just want to know where everything's fit. But the bottom the bottom line is it's pro hockey, Bob, and. Yep. You know, part of pro hockey is is competition, and you 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 come in and you compete, and you gotta you gotta you find chemistry, and you take a job, and you latch onto a job, and you you don't let you don't let go of that job. And so I think that there's no doubt in my mind he's, he can play in the NHL. Where does he where does he fit? Who does he play with? How many minutes is he on the top line? Is he on the third line? Is it, uh, lots of times you got to get the training camp, and and then and there's, then there's injuries, and sometimes you start out low and you work your way up based upon injuries. That's the pro hockey that I've lived for, for, for 35 years. And I think that in, in our conversations, our Zoom calls, you know, part of it is that what I've talked about. Part of it is, is them, Marcus Leto and Jesse Pugliarvi starting to, you know, build a relationship and get to know us and, and, and know what we're all about and us telling us him where we think he fits in. And, and uh, so we stay, we continue to be in communication. We talked last week. I'm anticipating we're going to talk today or tomorrow, and then we'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Ken, we always appreciate your time. Have a great next week, okay? Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ken Holland, the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. And Ken is our headliner today in Oilers Now for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. It's 1229 in Edmonton. John Shannon's coming up at 1235. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.